With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to another episode of Cowboys Ride for Free, the podcast. This is episode 173. Yes, this is Philip Slavin as your host today. Joel is enjoying his evening with his lovely wife, Maddie. This is their one-year anniversary, so they're taking the night off. Obviously, this is an emergency pod um, because to, uh, to quote 10 things I hate about you, the shit hath hitteth the faneth. Uh, as far as the Oklahoma State football program today. Joining me uh, as a co-host for the moment, Robert Wetzel, also known as the, the Sierra FF grandfather. Robert, uh, welcome back to show, man. Thank you. This is, uh, 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 you know, I was unfortunately called to action here. I mean, it, we only bring you up for important times. Like this, yeah, right. we're re, re-watching, <laughs> you know, classic bowl games. That's, yeah, right, that we can't then broadcast, so. <laughs> yes, because that's... 2020. Yeah. Uh, so before we before we get into anything, let's just recap the day. Um, I think so much happened within a short span. I think it's important to kind of go back and just look at things. Um, so it all kind of started this morning. Uh, Kyle Boone um, of Pistols Firing Blog uh, tweeted out a picture of Mike Gundy at a fishing trip, showing off the the nice and impressive haul that that he and some other individuals caught. And in this photo, uh, he is wearing an OAN shirt for those who don't know what that is, that is the One American uh, News Network. And I'm going to use the word news um, with air quotes, very large air quotes. Um, Gundy, who had talked about this uh, completely unprovoked about a couple months ago during a, a Big 12 uh, presser, um, thinks it's a very fair and, and moderate uh, news source. Um, this tweet went out. Uh, and some Oklahoma State accounts wanted to call out the Kyles, which is a weird thing. Why do we call them the Kyles? Like they're not. <laughs> they sound like it sounds like the bad guys from a like a, a a Brat Pack movie from the '80s, or it's a band. It's a cover band that only plays like uh, yacht clubs along the the upper. Yeah, oh yeah, coast. there you go. Perfect. Right. Well, I, so didn't they, didn't they at one time have like weren't there like like four, three or four? Uh, there's three of them. There's three, There's three, three of them. I thought at one time there was maybe another one, but, there but I mean, you know, if you're going to have three Kyles, then you're going to have to live with the, uh, you know, I, I think they get unfair criticism. And especially since the criticism comes from uh, a lot of, uh, social media accounts whose, uh, reputability, uh, I, I, I wouldn't really want to hang anything on. Uh, so that comes out and, and there's some mild talk. And then uh, Oklahoma State's uh, Heisman contending, returning, leading rusher, running back Chuba Hubbard puts a tweet out today. It says, quote, I will not stand for this. This is completely insensitive to everything going on in society and it's unacceptable. I will not be doing anything with Oklahoma State until things change. Um, this set off a lot of red flags. And this set a lot of oh, Chuba basically saying he was not going to participate 
uh, until something, things, things being the operative word here. A lot of people started to come out and say, well, it's just a t-shirt. Oh, it's just a t-shirt. It's not that big a deal. Missing the, the word things, which implies that this was more the final straw that broke the camel's back than it was a singular issue that upset people. Uh, not to mention the number of current and former players who came out in defense and in support of Chuba Hubbard. Um, quite uh, a litany of people that includes uh, former players like Justice Hill and AJ Green. Uh, you get current players like Dylan Stoner has tweeted about this. Uh, it It's a long list. It's a very long list. Uh, Grayson Boomer, who's no longer with the program. Pat Macon, who's not. Trey Sterling, who is. Amon Ongbong-Bamiga, Colby Harvell-Peel. Uh, pretty much the entire offensive line. That feels about right. About the entire offensive line. Desmond yeah. Jackson, Tylan Wallace. Um, the list goes on and on and on. I don't think, did you see any tweets supporting Gundy? I think I saw one former player whose only like response was, I didn't have a negative experience during my time there, which isn't really Correct. supportive. Anyway. Yeah, More it was either like, one, I can't remember if it was one or if it was two, or maybe I'm thinking of, you know, I thought I saw a second tweet. Maybe it was the same person. I don't know, but it, I don't recall noticing more than one. Right. Um, this continued to build to build. This became a national thing. You saw some tweets from people like Robert Allen, who is making some rather, let's call them bold, but unsubstantiated opinions that Gundy would be out by the weekend. Uh, Scott Wright of the Oklahoman, uh, who is going to join us on the pod here in, in a little bit, uh, made an appearance on the on the Feinbaum show, and we'll, we'll talk about his comments here in a bit. But there's some, some things that were said that didn't make you feel good about Gundy's current situation with the program. And of course, President Hargis and... Uh, had a tweet out, and so did Mike Holder. And I want to get I want to get Mike Holder's pulled up here because I want to get it right because it was um it was to the point. It was very Mike Holder, which Mike Holder is not one to to beat around the proverbial bush in any way, shape, or form. Uh, Holder's uh, quote uh, was that quote: "This afternoon has been very disturbing. The tweets from the current and former players are of grave concern. That's not um, it's not it's not a good thing you want to hear." From your boss. Uh, this kind of, and I don't want to use the word conclusion because I do not believe conclusion is the right word in any way, shape, or form, but we can call it an end cap for today's activity. I say today, uh, yesterday's activity, since this will be coming out in the morning, uh, was a video featuring Chuba and Mike Gundy in front of the cowboy culture wall, very specific positioning, um, in which Gundy spoke about what happened uh, today and Chuba did as well. Um, Gundy basically promising to bring some change. There wasn't anything specific really said in the video today. Uh, quote, in light of today's tweet, with the t-shirt I was wearing, I met with some players and realized it's a very sensitive issue with what's going on in today's society. We had a great meeting and it made me aware of some things that players feel like uh, can make our organization and our culture even better than what it is here at Oklahoma State. Looking forward to making some changes and it starts at the top with me. We've got good days Ahead. I know some people are upset because Chuba seems to be the only one who actually said it. I'm sorry. His point was that he was sorry that he he brought his concerns to Twitter before taking them to Coach Gundy. Um, we can talk about how we feel about that. My personal opinion is I don't have any problem with him tweeting it because that actually got things done. And I'm, if things are as bad as former and current players make them sound, I'm not sure going to Gundy would have made any difference. Um, so, Robert, now that we've kind of recapped where we are at this point, and I say at this point because I don't think this story is over, and it darn well shouldn't be if change is actually coming, uh, as as Mike Gundy says, and I'm going to put the onus there on Mike Gundy, not on Chuba, because he did tweet again uh, after that video out that, no, don't get it twisted, foot still on the gas, results are coming, it's not over. Um, Robert, uh, 
I guess kind of what what was your big takeaway from what is a a roller coaster of I mean really a few hours you could say it's a whole day but I mean this this was pretty much the afternoon and early evening and, and this has reached this point we're at where are you at how are you feeling what are, what are your takeaways um my thirty thousand foot view um, is this whole episode damaged the program uh, in in some ways, uh, maybe the university as a whole, um, this went national. Gundy is, is now the OAN, you know, college football coach. Um, you know, he used to be the, I'm a man, I'm 40 coach. And now he's the coach that, that thinks that batshit crazy bill is a source for news. And, and that, that for me is something that I, I just, you know, I'm sorry. I, I, you know, I understand everybody's out there, you know, you can wear your t-shirt if you want to wear your t-shirt, you can, you know, have your opinions. That's fine. Um, but for an individual who's making $5 million a year, to uh, steer a, a winning football program. Uh, I don't think anybody would, would operate under the auspices of, you know, he's, you know, it's a championship football program. I mean, that's never been what Oklahoma state is, but it was not consistently a winner. And, and he's done that along with, with help from obviously other uh, arenas, you know, you know, Boone Pickett's money, notwithstanding, obviously, but uh, you know, there's, there's only, only so many, um, yeah, how to put words to it. I, this was just extremely disappointing. I think for the, for the university, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I've been, I thought really when the video came out with Hubbard, that this was really put to bed, but in thinking about it and having a, a couple of different DM conversations with, with folks, I, I trust their kind of their take and their judgment. Uh, I would agree that that I don't think this is this is done. Um, I think this casts somewhat of a shadow over the whole season because now, if assuming you have a season, um, you know what happens because I you're in you're making five million a year to to not just coach football but to be a, a mentor have a program that mentors and develops young men who uh, some, you know, some are coming because football is their opportunity for an education. And you, you, you now have a situation. I mean, there's no, there's no two ways about this. You currently have a situation where I would think that a large number of the players look at their coach now and think, He's not all that. And so how does that impact Gundy's ability to, to handle the program, to uh, potentially either inspire or motivate his players, um, you know, minus some, some direct actions from him, uh, which obviously could happen inside the program and we, we could never know. But I just, I, I'm, I'm not going to stand here and say I think he should be done. 
but uh, I'll, I'll say it out loud that I'm, I'm done with it. I think at this point, you know, you, you develop the program, but now your, your, you know, your value, uh, you know, is, is not outweighing what is now becoming, you know, a couple of, couple of pretty good gaffes here in, in recent months. And uh, I just, I'm, I just have a hard time getting past the fact that he thinks, Oh, I know this will sound silly to people or, or awful. The, the, the fact that he thinks OAN is a viable news source free from opinion and politics. Uh, if I was a, if I was a parent about to send my son there to play football, I don't care what he is. Uh, I'd be, I'd be kind of thinking, I'd think twice about it. And so I think that's where, I think that's where it's at. And that's, you know, that's my amateur opinion on it anyway, but it, it, this brought me down a lot, uh, you know, between that and basketball, God dang it, man. So a couple, couple things. <clears throat> Let's start with this. Props to Chuba. Um, again, I think that. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to not give Gundy. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't know if him going to Gundy would have led to this or not. I don't think it would have, and I don't think it would have led to it being public. Um. I think this needed to be said, and from the reactions from so many players, and that's that's just the ones who who responded and said things. I mean, Vincent Taylor had stuff too. Um, I, I don't think this is this is not a small thing this is not a small issue and this is not a new th- issue Tatum Bell tweeted in response to this stuff like Tatum Bell hasn't been around the program for a decade plus right. um so think about that when you're like oh it's just a shirt it's not just a shirt okay well what if you'd have worn a Fox News shirt or seen it in an insert OAN makes Fox News look liberal okay that is what OAN is it's not news it is propaganda that is it um that is not the same thing you cannot make that comparison at all yeah, it's not, it's not. So just stop with the t-shirt thing. If you think it's just about the t-shirt, you're not paying attention, which means you're probably not paying attention to anything the players are saying whatsoever or any African-American around the yeah. country is saying about any right. real issue that we're dealing with right now. You're more focused on the surface level things because it's easier to complain about that than to actually deal with the issues at hand. Um, <clears throat> as far as the program moving forward, the, the video is not the end and it can't be the end because... If you think that that's enough to convince people that anything has really changed and to convince or to be enough ammunition for, let's, let's, let's be honest, uh, from a football standpoint, convince uh, other head coaches not to use this against Gundy on the recruiting trail, you're crazy. This has to lead to real action. And it can't be private held inside. Okay, it can't be. That's not how this stuff works anymore. This is already out there and in the public. So changes have to be made, whatever those are. Those need to be public changes. Those need to be announced and stated changes. And we need to see those changes. And we need to see the players talking positively about them. That no player came out in defense of Gundy today tells you what the problem is. That the problem is Mike Gundy. You can say it's other coaches, whatever. This isn't the same as Iowa. It's not a a, a strength and conditioning coach. This isn't uh, an assistant coach saying the N-word for Clemson. This is similar to the Florida State situation. 
um, where Mike Norvell basically lied about approaching each player one by one, and one of the players called him out for it. They yep. had a team meeting and came away from it. And everything I've I've read and seen since then is that Florida State could actually not only come out of this positively, but come out of this stronger uh, internally as a program because of it. That's how this needs to go for Oklahoma State. Yeah. This can't be something that's used against them because if it is, then it is. It's not even the beginning of the end. It's the end for Gundy, because if if you're looking at players leaving, and we'll know, we'll know if this if changes are made because players will leave. Um, yeah, players will not play. Um, coaches will use it to recruit against him, and you're already complained about recruiting classes. And I don't understand that recruiting isn't is a matter, but it does from the standpoint of of him keeping his job. Yeah, I, he. I, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish that. I, 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 Gundy's been doing this for a long time. Um, I, I think he's reaching the point of many head coaches. The longer they're at a program, uh, outside of like Nick Saban, uh, you either die the hero or leave long enough to see yourself become the villain. I love that line. It's a great line. It's an accurate yeah. line. I think it applies in situations like this. Um, Gundy's got some real soul searching. And if you watch that video, a lot of people are taking that video different ways than Hubbard posted. Um, the one I, I will take from an optimistic view is that he is, he looks not confident, Gundy. This is not, that was not a, a cocky Gundy in that video. That was an uncomfortable Gundy. That was a Gundy who is uncomfortable because he realizes that his career is at stake. His reputation is at stake. His program is at stake. Um, and that maybe he will actually use that to, to as he says, start with himself and start to make changes because nothing will change until he does. Um, well, the we thing don't know every, I would, yeah. yeah, I would say this, and and I, you know, a lot of uh, you know, God, the 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 avalanche. I don't say the avalanche. It was, I mean, it's not like fifty, you know, or sixty former players came out. I mean, you know, and who knows why we didn't see more or see less. I mean, who knows? But some significant players from the past, from present, came out and said things not flattering about, you know, Mike Gundy. Um, the other thing that, that kind of struck me about all of this was the sense I had about how this felt like it could be about a lot of things, right? But the sense I got that this was about relationships, you know, this, this had, you know, just as much to do with, you know, maybe burned bridges type stuff, maybe, you know, being, uh, you know, too much of a hard ass in certain situations. I don't know. I, I, I really got the sense that that not just from a player perspective, okay, but from a Burns Hargis and Mike Holder statements perspective. Because those statements came out fairly quickly and they were very short and mm-hmm. they were very pointed. Mm-hmm. Very pointed. And you know, I go back and forth between did he did he have a come to Jesus phone call before he met with the players? Um, I I don't personally have a problem with with Chuba apologizing because he's not apologizing for bringing it up. 
You know, he's apologizing for the fact that he aired the dirty laundry in public, the family's dirty laundry in public Mm -hmm. before having a chance to have the conversation with the family. And listen, I don't care who he is. He's a kid. Chuba Hubbard is a kid and he's got a lifetime of, you know, communication sophistication to develop. And I would expect nobody at his age, I don't care who they are, in the moment, in the context of what's currently going on, because you can't divorce yourself from that. You know, you can't divorce this situation from what's going on around us. And, you know, I I do not fault him for having a reaction, right? And calling out what was fact, what was true, what, you know, that was true for him, true for a lot of people. Um, but for Gundy, I'm struggling with that's you know, what was said in the video that just didn't come off as, Hey, you know what, folks, I, I kind of messed this up a little bit and maybe I, I, you know, I was, I was not being aware and I should be aware cause I'm out in the world. Uh, and you know, it just didn't, didn't sink in and I'm going to do better. Right. You, you didn't hear kind of any of that tone. Uh, right. you know, again, almost, we don't, yeah, go ahead. we don't know what he, we don't know what the conversation was like internally with him and the players. No. Some of that may have been just addressed and, and talked about. And this was a, this video was shot when, when the two sides had kind of come to some sort of agreement quickly to get it out as soon as they could. Um, this was not a planned statement. This wasn't a, a long thought about statement. This was a, we need, we need to get something out to, to try and, Put, a, put an end cap on this day uh, before we go forward and try and figure the rest of it out. So I, I, again, I think people want to read a ton into this video and I don't think you should because I think this wasn't some sort of prepared statement at all. Um, oh no, this can, was hastily you can hear done. The, you can hear <laughs> the guy holding the camera like breathing. <laughs> yeah, oh, this was hastily <sighs> done. <laughs> uh, I, I do want to, uh, to your point, um, College athletes and African-American college athletes have never had more power in their entire lives. They have never. Um, These are 18, 19, 20-year-olds that we expect from the moment teams are trying to recruit them through their careers, we we hold them to this insane standard, honestly. Um, We we want them to, to be these amazing representatives of our university. We want them to follow the lead, we want them to be leaders, we want to do all these things. Um, and now that they have power, something that most 17, 18, or 19 year olds would take advantage of and run off and do stupid stuff with, they are using this power in amazing and positive and powerful ways. And as an Oklahoma State fan, I know that part of me is embarrassed by what has gone down today, but I'm also incredibly proud of of what has what can happen and for Chuba Hubbard to have the the maturity and the courage to and even if it was in part emotionally started to to take this on and start to carry this through I am very proud of the players I'm very proud of him uh I from from seeing the tweets I can make an assumption that uh, that Eamon Ogbong Bamiga is another individual who is going to be a, a heavy part of this um 
I am very proud of them as a fan. And and as a fan of Oklahoma State, I really, really, really hope that this leads to the kind of change that can turn this program around. Look, I'm I'm not going to go into a lot. All I will say is this. There are everything inside Oklahoma State is not perfect. It's not great. No program is. Um, but there are some changes that need to be made. And I'm hoping that this will, will, will lead to those one way or another. And however that comes, I, I don't care what that means. But it, it things obviously need to change for the better. Uh, and I think that will only make Oklahoma State better. Because it, 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 we can't just care about what happens on the field and success on the field. We have to worry about success off the field as well. And that includes making sure that this program is, is run correctly and that players are treated with the level of respect they deserve. Yeah. And and I think you got a great indicator when people ask about who are the leaders on the team. I think you mm-hmm. got a real quick class on that today. Absolutely. You know, that the, the athletes that that are going to step up that want to do the right thing that understand that no, we're we're not going to behave that way. This is, you know, this is not okay and we're not going to accept it. Um, that, that was, that was your, uh, that was impressive. That was impressive for me. Um, so yeah, you, you hope, you hope it sticks. You hope there's change. Uh, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll work on staying positive on that. (laughs) I mean, I think that's kind of what, what at this point there has to be is you have to have some sense of optimism that things will get better. Um, if you want to go the negative route, you want to, you want to lean towards, I don't trust him. There's no way it's going to change. That's fine. I just, I don't think that's, that's not helpful. Um, if you want to see real change happens, um, part of being part of that change is being optimistic and, and helping and hoping that it can be not being blindly optimistic or just assuming that it's going to happen because this video came out, but is, is listening to the players um, understanding the player's point of view, not just trying to be negatively react or tell them they just need to not, don't make it political, whatever, whatever the stupid crap you want to say, um, because I, I don't want to hear it. Like you need to listen to the players. Okay. You can't demand what you demand out of them and then expect them not to want you to listen to them when they have real grievances and concerns, uh, about the program. Um, I need to find who said it, um, and it was it was very well said. But essentially, uh, as a former Oklahoma State player, um, I think it was Yatoba, um, and I always say his name wrong. A uh, 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 um former Oklahoma State football player, works uh, worked for Miami Dolphins for some time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the point that he said was, if you love your team, your school, and the people who run the programs, then love them enough to hold them to a higher standard. Uh, and that's that that is the point. You blindly follow. You don't blindly follow your team and your coach when they're not winning on the field. Okay, you want change made. You want things to happen. You should expect the same level of thing off the field. Right? Honestly, like why would you? Why would you? Well, they they won eleven games. I don't care if my program is run by a bunch of idiots or racists or whatever. I'm not saying Gundy's racist. I'm saying like you should care about what happens off the field in your program as much as you do uh, on the field as well. Well, and that's and just to end that with, that's what true friendship is about. Mm-hmm. True friendship. 
is you're not afraid to say, hey, 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 no, no, that's, you know, no, that's not okay. We got to, let's talk about that. You know, you got to, you got to be able to step in sometimes and be that barometer. And, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's healthy. So we're joined now by Scott Wright of the Oklahoman. And uh, Scott, thank you for joining us. This has obviously been a busy day for anybody who follows Oklahoma State, for, especially someone who has to, to cover the team. This has been uh, not just a busy day, but a whirlwind of an afternoon and an evening. It has. It uh, Right when it felt like the day was settling down, it, uh, it all got turned upside down again. So it was, uh, it was a crazy one, that's for sure. Um, so uh, obviously at, at this point, we've recounted the day. Uh, the latest thing is is Mike Gundy and Chuba Hubbard putting out a video with Gundy talking about um, quote looking forward to, to making changes uh, in the program starting with him. Um, what are you hearing about where things stand at this point after a very just uh, tumultuous day? You know, there's not a lot out there right now other than what players are are saying. Of course, um, you know what what Chuba said. And, uh, and Gundy's comments that, uh, that he feels that there are better days ahead. Um, you know, other players like Eamon Ogbongwamiga coming out and saying that uh, that they're going to return to workouts and and stay involved in all of those things. So um, that's uh, obviously a, a positive sign for uh, for the program as it stands right now. So uh, you know, we'll see what comes out over uh, over the coming days to. Uh, uh, you know, to show that uh, that the changes that the players have been seeking are uh, are are coming to fruition within the uh, within the confines of, of the locker room and the and the workout facility and all of that. Um, so I'm curious if you can shed any more light on on what some of the problems might be that the players have have talked about. There hasn't been a lot of specifics. Um, we have seen a few things from I hate. Some players who have left the program uh, transferred out, and, and I don't want to take away from their opinions. Um, you know, people always want to be like, "Well, they left, so they're disgruntled." That may be disgruntled, but that doesn't mean that their opinions are invalid. Um, we've seen a few things from them, but uh, we haven't seen a lot of specifics. I'm curious if you have any insight as to what are some of the things that players are wanting to see changed. That's that's really one of the big unknowns at this point, because nobody has been real specific about what uh, what they're feeling and uh, and what they're what they're seeking so uh, obviously you know all the context clues lead you to uh, to view this as a, as a, a, a racial situation with some racial tension uh, but in terms of specifics no one has really said exactly what they're uh, what they're hoping to see changed uh, I think that'll be uh, you know something that uh, that will be a, a popular topic whenever we get to talk to players again, um, not knowing really when that's. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Going to be, but uh, you've seen a lot of activism from from the program as a as a whole. Uh, you know, Eamon Ogbongmiga 
Landon Wolf, guys like that going out to uh, to protests and, and taking part in those things, and um, Chuba Hubbard helping those guys with that uh, video that they produced, that they put out on on Twitter a few days ago, that was uh, really incredibly well done. So uh, that's uh, it's it's a uh, it seems to be a tense situation, and we'll see what direction it goes, and if it uh, if it comes to light. Uh, more specifically, what these players are uh, are hoping to see out of the program, what they're wanting to see changed. So the video kind of calms things down for now, um, but it, 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 in no way do I feel like this is a conclusion. Obviously, changes, as we know, are going to have to happen, um, whatever those changes may be. So that that's what's where the story is going to turn next. I'm 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 curious if you what what is the feeling around the program at this point? And do we do we feel like things are maybe headed in the right direction, or do we still have some some bumpy days ahead? You know, I think that will be answered probably in the next uh, you know two to three days. If you uh, if we start seeing you know a name or two pop up on the transfer portal, uh, maybe some of those guys that were sort of on the fence about how they felt about things and uh, and this uh, everything that's transpired today maybe gave them uh, a little bit more courage to speak and, uh, and and come out or at least act on uh, on their feelings and uh, you know or if it uh, if it stays pretty quiet for the next few days I think that's a uh, that's a, a good sign that that the players who met with Coach Gundy are uh, are feeling pretty positive about what uh, what took place and and what direction this is uh, this is all going. Um, I definitely think that uh, that there is, that it's a work in progress right now. I think that's the uh, the the most important thing is that there are still uh, this isn't something that uh, you know uh, one meeting with a few players, or I, I shouldn't say a few because I don't know exactly how many were in the meeting with Coach Gundy today, but uh, some players with uh, with Coach. Uh, it's not something that, that, that one meeting is going to fix, I don't I don't believe. So uh, definitely work to be done. And uh, in terms of, uh, you know, how uh, how quickly things progress in the direction that uh, that those players are hoping, we'll, uh, we'll just have to wait and see. Um, you made an appearance on the Paul Feinbaum show when things were before the video came out and things still seemed very tense. I've seen at least right. one individual who covers Oklahoma State make a, a fairly bold statement about the future of Mike Gundy. Um, kind of, you talked about, you know, that he's basically unfireable based on his contract, but there is a, a group of people of high importance at the university who would be in favor of, of of Mike Gundy no longer being in charge. Can you talk a little bit more about that and, and kind of where you feel like that might stand at this point? That's really the most interesting thing right now, I, I think, because uh, when you saw the tweet that was uh, that was put out by uh, President Burns Hargis, that um, you know it was. Uh, there were no specifics, but it was uh, it was it was a little bit cryptic. But you could tell what it was addressing, and um, obviously the comment, uh, the, the uh, statement put out by uh, by Coach Holder, the athletic director, uh, was uh, really even more cryptic. But you could still understand kind of what he was trying to get at. Um, those were things that at the time, but those before the video had come out with uh with Gundy and, and Chuba at that time it felt like they were building their case to be able to fire Gundy with cause and that's uh, that's the key thing if uh, if this group and um 
let me let me backtrack and sort of address that original your original question. Uh, after Gundy's uh, press conference, uh, teleconference back in uh, early April, where he had made different comments about um, what uh, you know COVID nineteen and uh, it was, that was his first reference to OAN and uh, a lot of different things that he talked about in that hour-long teleconference. Um, there was a, uh, a, a group of, of very influential people, uh, whether they were uh, donors or, uh, or just people in power positions at Oklahoma State, uh, who had uh, come to the point that they were all sort of on the same page, that, that they were tired of some of the antics uh, from Mike Gundy and tired of having to, to deal with them. And wanted to uh, wanted to move on at the head coaching position, and uh, they looked at it, and uh, uh, you know the uh, the basis for my comment that that Gundy is uh, is virtually unfireable is that the buyout on his contract is uh, almost sixteen million dollars, fifteen point seven five million to uh, to buy him out, and uh, they for all the money that Oklahoma State has, they're not going to spend fifteen million to uh, just to fire a, a head coach, so. Um, for them to uh, to make this move, they would have to be with cause, and that's not a real easy thing to do, based on on what Gundy has done to this point. So uh, that's uh, that's I think still to be seen what direction things go. I, I don't think that today. Uh, I don't think that anything that happened today, whether it be the beginning of the day or the end of the day, has changed how that group of people feel about. Coach Gundy and, and his position, so that could still be something that's on the table for uh, for those people. Though, uh, you know, Mike Gundy might have uh, sort of calmed the waters a little bit with uh, with what he was able to do in a short amount of time to uh, uh, to um, meet with players and uh, and put out that video and uh, uh, you know sort of relax the tension a little bit. I, I got two more, and then I'll, I'll let you go. Um... Big 12 Media Days is going to be in July. It's going to be virtual. Uh, it won't be in person. But obviously, this is going to be a very large topic of discussion when it comes to Mike Gundy. And depending upon what two players he brings along, and at this point, if, if I'm him and I'm smart, I'm bringing Chuba and, and Eamon Ogbongamega and hoping that they are on his side at this point and can speak clearly and, and well about what's going on and the changes that are coming. Um, this is going to be a huge topic of discussion and, and uh, just not to be mean but gundy doesn't typically like to have to have conversations about things like this um I, i'm curious how you think that might uh, that might go for him uh, coming this july we'll see the uh, the one thing he's got in his favor is that it's virtual um the you know, the typical um big 12 media days would have had him sitting at a at a table for for hours answering the same questions over and over because uh, one person was over talking to, to Chuba when he answered it the first time, and then they were talking to uh, uh, Eamon when he answered it the second time, and then they were talking to somebody else when he answered it the third time, and then they come over and ask the fourth time. Um, that's kind of how Big 12 Media Days go in, in general, but the, uh, the virtual system that they have, he's going to spend a lot less time interacting directly with the media. Now he is going to have to go and, uh, and obviously have the, uh, the different group sessions that they'll do with uh, you know ESPN and Fox and all those different affiliates but um, for the most part he's gonna have a lot less uh, microphone time uh, a lot less time of, uh, of dealing with questions and you're you're exactly right he uh, he typically doesn't uh, 
doesn't like to uh, to discuss these kind of things in uh, in a public setting. Uh, you know, I think that uh, he knows that he, he knows that he's going to have to address it. I think that he'll have a uh, a fairly brief and uh, and easy uh, easy to repeat statement ready to go as he uh, as he uh, comes into uh, into that setting and 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 handles himself. Uh, you know, I think he'll handle himself the right way without saying a whole lot. All right, on this, Oklahoma State hasn't always been, with Mike Gundy, the most transparent uh, program, especially the last few years. Um, but this is a situation where it really feels like to to salvage both the reputation of the program and, and Mike Gundy's reputation and show that things are moving in the right direction because of the impact this can have off the field, on the field of this recruiting, they're going to have to be as transparent as possible about the solutions and the things that are, that are coming down the line to, to make these changes that players are calling for. Uh, I'm curious if how you think that might go and, and could this be an opportunity for things to change around the program aside from just what the players are asking for? I think that it would be smart because you're exactly right. They need to be as transparent as possible with, uh, with all of this and uh, let the players' voices be heard, let assistant coaches' voices be heard. Um, you know, obviously now with, with Casey Dunn being in uh, a, uh, a coordinator role, we're going to get to talk to him more than we usually did. Uh, so that will be a, a positive thing uh, um, in terms of, uh, of sort of gauging uh, how things are in in the locker room and, and sort of understanding where where thing, those things stand. But um, you know, it's going to be very important for them to be to be upfront and 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 take this on. Um, you know, I, I I just look back to a few weeks ago and how they uh, were approaching the COVID nineteen situation with the task force and and all of those things. I'm not saying they need to develop a task force, but they were right out in front. And they were uh, they were ready for it, and they were prepared, and uh, that's the kind of response you want to see them have right now, uh, because that will be uh, vital to uh, to that transparency that uh, that we talked about. So, I think that's uh, that's really uh, the most important thing in in terms of, of what what they're showing to their current players, not just their superstars, but all of their players, all the way to the bottom of the roster, and uh, and to the guys that they're recruiting. Scott, I really appreciate your time again. Thank you very much, and uh, and look forward to continuing to following your work as you cover this and, and everything else going on with Oklahoma State uh, for the Oklahoman, sir. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. So, Robert, let's just kind of wrap up. Um, was there anything that Scott said? And I, and I I know I think both of us are kind of like, oh, there's an organization within a group of individuals within Oklahoma State, which I imagine sitting around like a giant – uh, meeting table, like some <laughs> something out of a, an old Bond film, that want to that want Gundy gone. Right. Um, Opus Day. It's Opus Day at Oklahoma State. <laughs> I'll wrap on this point. It's one thing. It's something you and I, I kind of mentioned. I might talk about um, before we got out of here, and it, and it kind of fits with this group of individuals. I, I, I don't. I wish I could come up with a really good nickname for them, but I don't have one yet, and I don't. I'm too tired to be that creative. Um, who would like to see Gundy removed? And I agree with Scott. I doubt anything that's going to happen here is going to make that any better. 
Um, I, I think that, I'm sorry, that for as much as good PR and fun that the mullet is, and as much as, you know, the I'm a man, I'm 40 rant has been positive for Oklahoma State in the long run, it's starting to feel more and more like Gundy might be a bit of a PR program for Oklahoma State, a PR problem for Oklahoma State. You look at what's going on today, as mentioned, the comments he made about COVID-19 and getting players back and his comments about OAN uh, back in April, um, talking about Twitter and, and and seeming to be out of touch with how players are with, with that kind of stuff. Um, I just, he, it, it's starting to feel, and I don't want to be like grumpy old man because that's, 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 that's my job. Lazy. That's a lazy joke to make, <laughs> but it does start, it is starting to make me wonder if he is a little more out of touch and a little bit more stubborn and wanting things to be his way and a little bit too controlling. And, and he's gotten away with his shenanigans for so long that now he thinks he can say and do whatever he wants. And at a certain point, it, you what seemed like fun, jovial antics and were good PR for a while are now starting to become a problem as I don't remember the last time anyone had something something he said go positive nationally. It seems like any time that everybody nationally picks up something about Mike Gundy anymore, it's it's kind of negative. And it's it's in regards to something he said off the cuff or unprovoked that just kind of makes you cringe and go, Ugh. Well, and and I I mean I I just liken this to um many instances I've seen in the professional world, you know, in in the several different career paths I've been on and it, it really goes to uh, stagnation is not maybe a hundred percent the right word, but, but I'll, I'll kind of go down this route. It's, it's really about a stagnation of growth uh, and what, what motivates you to grow as a human being and to stay aware that, while I have ways I like to behave, some of those ways folks aren't entirely comfortable with. So I kind of kind of want to, I got to be careful sometimes, be a little guarded in my professional environment, um, you know, to, to not let that hang. Well, the problem therein, it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what you're doing, what job you're in, career choice, whatever. Business, type of business, it does not matter. It's all relative. The longer you're there, the more comfortable you become, the more secure you become in your position, the less likely you are to feel motivated to develop, grow in any way. Uh, and you start to feel like, yeah, you know, I, I can I can just kick back now and I can say and do a lot of things because, you know, I'm here and they're not going to get rid of me. And that can happen to anybody. And we've seen it, you know, you you see it a lot in, in coaching situations because it's out front. It's in front of us, you know, 24 seven in sports news. We, we get to see it. Um, uh, but it, but it's, it's so unbelievably common at the, uh, you know, just the kind of the normal, you know, Joe blow working guy level um, where so many places they have that guy that nobody likes I'm not, and I, please don't equate this 100% that nobody likes Gundy. Come on. It's that, the, you know, they've got that guy that everybody's like, I think we're done with him, but they're never going to get rid of him. He's going to be here forever until when he decides to retire and he gets to kind of say things or do things that 
other folks can't get away with. Um, and I think you are definitely at that stage with, with Gundy. I don't know if it's necessarily tipped to the point that he would never recover. Maybe this, you know, like you say, have an optimistic view and maybe this kind of grabs him and shakes him a little bit to say, Hey, now, you know, this, this isn't a given. You still need to work for this. And, um, and you don't have a bunch of kids here just going to roll over and do what you tell them to do. Cause you're threatened to send them, you know, send them back to Dallas. Um, so, you know, it's, it's all about relationships. Everything you do is about relationships. And at some point, um, that, that will bite you if you're not taking care of that well enough. And, you know, today, today almost bit him. It really almost bit him and it had way more to do with things, you know, not just a t-shirt. It, it had to do with the relationships you developed internally with the players uh, if, if I had, I can guarantee you right now, if he had a, you know, close, maybe not quite accurate, but if he had, uh, some deeper level of relationship with Chuba Hubbard, Chuba Hubbard doesn't vomit all over Twitter with that. You've got a chance there for that to stay in the family. Hey coach, we got to talk, man. That, that wasn't cool. That's not cool. And you got a chance to talk about it. Um, if you're not careful, you end up removing yourself too much uh, from the, you know, from the ground level that you, you don't want to remove yourself too much that you lose the ability to have some relationships and have that trust um, because that's, it can be such a fragile thing. But um, you know, you, you like, like we are saying, let's, we can be optimists and say, let's hope, uh, Hope he's, you know, kind of this is shaking him back, you know, you know, to life a little bit. Uh, maybe, again, not quite the right example, but there are definitely people that aren't happy with him. And this didn't help that. And then it didn't help the situation where the maybe they're, you know, the people that do like him and the kids that are there that trust him. And you just broke that. And I, that's what I really go to is just as you move forward, these kids are going to grow. They're going to move on and, and move on to their lives. And, and I trust most of them are going to do just fine. But Gundy's still going to be at Oklahoma State. And what does that look like for him? Because it's not going to be the same. It has now changed. And as I said earlier, he, you know, he's the, you know, how long has he been the I'm a man, I'm 40 coach? Um, and now he's the OAN coach. Um, does that mean, does he still get his gig at the end of the year for the college football championship game? You know, assuming Oklahoma state's not in it, <laughs> you know, uh, does he, does he get to still show up and sit there across the table from, from his, his peers and, um, and do what, what he does really well, right? He, the, the people love him on that, on that broadcast. Uh, you know, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm very, I'm going to, I'm going to try to stay optimistic about where I think this goes, but it doesn't, it's, it's not the same. It's never going to be the same for him. This is, this has changed. And so it'll be, you know, it'll be very fascinating to see, uh, how it changes. If you can tell by either his demeanor 
or his language that it has changed because that'll really be probably the only indication that you can really trust to just watching him. Uh, Cause I don't think they're going to get that much more transparent. Uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to see, I think. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think it's a good point. There's a lot of healing that needs to be done. Obviously it's not going to be quick. It's not going to be overnight. I hope it happens. I hope it happens swiftly. I hope that it is transparent because we all need to see it um, for the sake of, the fan base, for the sake of the program, we need to see the change happen. Um, I'm sure there will be a rehearsed line that Gundy will repeat at media days. But I would like at least once for him to be honest and open and that's and and real about what's going on. Uh, we'll see what happens. Again, I, I think the smartest thing for him right now is don't show up with no Chuba, no Amen. You only get two players for Big 12 media days this year. So I don't, I don't want to, I'm sorry, I don't want to see Spencer Sanders and some other white kid. I'm, I'm gonna be blunt. I want to. I want to see Chuman and I, Chuba. I want to see Amon. Yeah. These are two guys that sound like they're leaders in this locker room, and two guys that are heavily involved in what's going on. That's who I want to hear because that's who people want to talk to. Not bringing them would be again trying to avoid the topic as right. much as possible, and that's this is not the time to do that. Right. And so. and the topic is not going away. So they've got to no. be prepared. They're gonna have to be prepared to talk about it, and mm-hmm. and it can't be a. It can't be a hey, hey, well, you know, we're here to play football. No, now you, it's it's more than that now. Yeah, we're uh, we're not. You may be here to play football. We're not here. We can talk about football, but we're not here to talk about football. We're here to talk about Oklahoma State, and the most important thing for Oklahoma State moving forward and its success is that whatever's wrong is fixed. All right, uh, Robert. As a, it was an absolute pleasure to have you with me tonight. Talk about this. Um, I know we're a little long. I hope everybody enjoyed this, took some some valuable things away from it. Uh, thanks again to Scott Wright from the Oklahoman for joining us. I hit a lot of really good insight. Um, obviously, there's there's a lot we just don't know, uh, and I, I agree with Scott. I have a feeling this is going to be a very interesting week. Um, it's not over yet. We'll be hearing things, I would expect, Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and moving forward through, through the summer as, as practice resumes. Um, so... Stick with the site, CowboysRideForFree.com. We'll keep posting stuff as, as it develops and, and follow everyone on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at OKTXARPoke. Uh, Robert, where can everybody uh, check out the uh, wonderful things you do? On <laughs> yes, the wonderful things I do. Uh, Robert W underscore OKST. Uh, or, uh, you know, CRFF grandfather. You look that up, I'll show up somewhere and we won't have to explain why they call me that. So. <laughs> But that, thanks for having me on, Philip. Appreciate it, and uh, you know that was that was good stuff. A very, kind of a uh, you know different different path for us uh, to talk about Oklahoma State sports. Hopefully, we don't have to talk about something like this again in the near future, and we can go back to just having fun conversations. But uh, we'll talk about what we're going to talk about. There we go.